Miracy. And the power is in, especially if you're in masterminding, is in all the people. So it's not fair if you're calling it a mastermind and there's only two people or three people giving their feedback. Hello and welcome to Blowing Up, the podcast that shows entrepreneurs like you how other businesses exploded in the best possible way. I'm Linda Claire Puig, the founder and CEO of Six Figure Newsletters. And I'm here with my co-host, Ari Eni, the head of strategy for the ACES Business Acceleration Program at Miracy. Hey there, Linda. In each episode of Blowing Up, we showcase an entrepreneur whose business, you got it, blew up. It experienced what seemed to be a sudden success, but as we all know, that kind of success is not random or a fluke. The company employed a specific strategy that caused its rapid rise in revenue. So today we're going to dive into that strategy so that you can learn from it and determine how you might apply elements of it to your business. In this episode, we explore how hosting and facilitating a mastermind can help your business blow up and how that's different from group coaching or a training program. Our guest is Susan Epstein, founder of Highly Profitable Practice, a business coach and strategist for more than 20 years. Susan helps men and women create coaching programs that give them a lifestyle business and the financial independence that they want. Welcome to Susan. Now let's jump right into our conversation. At the end of December, in 2015, I was at a live event in San Diego and the guru was making a huge offer to the room. There was about 300 people there. And it was one of those $75,000 mastermind things. And I'm like, you know what? I could do that for a lot less money because I know how to do all of that stuff. And I bet I could pull it together fast. So I left, I got on that plane, I bought the Wi-Fi, and I started messaging people from the plane. Hey, I've got a pilot I'm starting we spoke last year and it wasn't the best time for you to work with me one-on-one, but I have something really special right now that might be interesting to you. Would you like to chat about it when I get home? Yes, 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 yes. I just did that the whole plane ride. And on January 12th, 2016, I launched with 10 women and I didn't know what it was then. I just knew it was that I could help them create an online coaching business that was profitable. Mm-hmm. I was signing up like three to five people a month into it. That's all I did for a year was just sign people up into that group. By October, I had already made like over $56,000 from this one group that I was only charging people $200 a month to belong to. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Nice. What I didn't know was that one-on-ones would pop out. Like people that wanted time with me. Can I buy an hour from you? Well, I don't do that. But yeah, we can talk about VIP coaching with me if you want. You know, so that started happening. And then... One of my clients actually pushed me into this. She was really funny. We're on a call and she's like, so when are we all coming out, you know, to see you? A retreat. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? We want to come and have an in-person mastermind. And now she's coaching me because I'm like, what am I doing? Well, I'll come. And even if it's just me, we'll have a nice weekend. So everybody came. I had 11 people in my, not sleeping at my house, but around my dining room table for a weekend. And then at the end of it, they wouldn't leave. Literally, I couldn't get them out of the house. And so I was like, do you want to do this again? They're like, yeah. I'm like, when? They're like, November. This was May, November, right? This was that first year. And so they came back. And then I remember speaking to my coach and saying, I've got 17 people registered right now. And he's like, get a hotel. 
And I'm like, no, I'm moving furniture. I'm not doing that yet. We moved all my furniture in my house. I made three different rooms and I had masterminding going on in each room before we were kind of squeezed into one room, but now we have too many people. I made all the food. I did salads and jars. I did. I mean, I was insane. I was a lot younger, (laughs) six years ago. (laughs) We went out to dinner one night. A friend of mine did healing circles for women. We did that, some drumming, just some different things just to get out of the house. And it was amazing. Let's define mastermind. And then I have some more questions for you. Great. So my definition of mastermind, which may be different than other people's, is a group of people that I'm facilitating that I am not the only expert in the room. I am equally giving help as everybody else is giving help to everybody else in the room. Uh So you're facilitating, but you're not the guru. guru. In group coaching, I'm the guru. I don't want the blind leading the blind. Good distinction. So if someone were starting out, they have a coaching business or consulting business and they want to build a mastermind, what's the format that you would recommend? Where would you recommend that they begin? Oh, I usually coach people to look at their past emails, look at their Facebook group, look at LinkedIn and make a list of a hundred people that they know. It doesn't mean those people are appropriate for the group. It just means that they know them. Mm -hmm. I also tell them to go to their emails and download their contacts onto a spreadsheet. And look for conversations that they've had in the past that they can respond to that they never responded to because they fell through the cracks or they haven't heard from somebody that they took an event with a long time ago and they wanted to check in with them. So it's contacting people. I'm so excited. I'm creating a group. I'm creating a mastermind. I thought of you because Uh would you like to hear more? Yep. Also, just a little tip here is you don't want to do this way in advance. This is a sprint. Oh, interesting. This is a two to three week sprint because if I said to you guys right now, Hey, Ari and Linda, I'm doing a mastermind. I'm going to kick it off probably October 1st. Would you be interested in joining? What would you say to me? Probably we'll see. Check back. Yeah. yeah. Check back, right? <laughs> but if I said to you, I'm starting on the 15th of August with a kickoff call and that's when we're starting, are you in or not? And you knew, you know, we had already pre-talked about what it was for and you wanted it. You'd say, where do I sign up? Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. I think the other thing that people get hung up on is money. And one advice I give is don't worry about the money for the first 10. It doesn't matter. That's your foundation. You'll get some money from them, but don't fret. If somebody can't afford it, ask them what they can do and let them in as a body. And then once you get your 10, then you can keep going. And then you eventually can raise your price another $100 and you'll make it up later. It is not a group unless it's a group. You can't start a group one person at a time like this. You create fans. You give people a chance. You let people get the help they need. You meet them where they are. And you just love on them and they will bring their friends. They will upgrade. They will do well because you believed in them. So what you're talking about now is get on the phone, get on the phone. And that's how you built yours. And that's how you teach a lot of people to do. But is there a role for email? Yeah, if you have email, (laughs) what you could do is write a personal email to each of the people in your email and say, I've started a mastermind. I'm starting this and it's kicking off in a couple of weeks. Would you like to talk about it? Yes. If you have a list, you can use that same template. You have a list of a thousand, a list of 500, a list of 2000. Yes. Because then you'll get yeses and you'll have 30 phone calls set up. And if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, I move on. I'm not talking about 90 minute strategy sessions. And would you say there's a minimum amount of people? So here's what happens. And everybody who's ever had a group will tell you this. I signed up five. Somebody got sick. They dropped out. Another person can't make it all the time because they're traveling. Now we're three. So you want to have enough. So you land with at least eight people to have it be 
right? Viable feeling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the power is in, especially if you're in masterminding, is in all the people. So it's not fair if you're calling it a mastermind and there's only two people or three people giving their feedback. Right. You want more minds in the room. You want more ideas, more brainstorming. Right. We were talking a little bit about how to get started. And you didn't make the distinction of a mastermind versus a group coaching kind of arrangement. So for coaches, what would you recommend? Is it group coaching? Is it mastermind? Is it something else? If you're a business coach, you might want to launch a mastermind because you'll be able to charge more for it. Mm. Because people who pay for their coaching out of their businesses spend more money. If you are a wellness coach, a parent coach, some type of life coach, group coaching is probably where you want to lead because you'll be the expert in the room, helping them get the transformation they want, their personal transformation. Uh-huh. Would you say that it's always this or coaching, or it's usually this and coaching? Like, is this usually the starting point for people? Where does this fit in with the rest of a coach's business? Well, if a coach is a beginner, they could start with this and don't worry about high ticket selling and then get their individual clients like I did that popped out of the group because they wanted more time space. And how much would you charge? So for group coaching or for mastermind, you were saying masterminds, you can usually charge more, but again, for someone starting out. Yeah. I mean, group coaching, my model is start at 199 times 12 for two calls a month, slide to 99. If you're working with people that are stressed out about money, like if you're moms with two kids or something like that, and they just can't, if you're doing executive masterminding, you probably could do, you know, anywhere between 500 and a thousand a month, depending on the level of people you're bringing in. Uh-huh. And is there something that needs to be in place for a person to pull together a mastermind? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I could get off today with you and say, hey guys, I love talking to you today. I think we should continue this conversation in mastermind. I'm starting a pilot next week. And I think the two of you would be great additions to my mastermind. Would you like to come and hang out for an hour next week and meet some other people and see if we click? I love that answer. No, nothing needs to be in place. You can start tomorrow. No. You can start today. You can start. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's a potluck. What are you bringing? You don't need to plan it. People say, oh, I have to have content. We didn't talk about that. No, you don't. It's a great place to start if you're just starting out. Yeah. You get 10 people in your group. Let's say you don't do anything else but the 10 people and you don't add anybody. And they're paying you $200 a month. You just made $24,000 in your business in the next 12 months, could you use $24,000? I think we all would say yes. It's really about math and it's about recurring monthly income. Where might people get stuck in setting up a mastermind? They think they need to do more than they need to do. Literally, let's meet in my Zoom room. I'm going to send you the link. Come and see me. If you're just starting out, not only is it a great way to, to start making money, but it's also a great way to get experience working with people, to get testimonials about their experience working with you, et cetera. Uh-huh. It just sounds like a great way to get started. And learn about their problems. I mean, what better way to figure out what to offer them? Yep. It's letting people get coached. My old mentor told me that the only difference between one-on-one coaching and group coaching is that in group coaching, People are sharing the time with you to get you. It's not about content. It's, I can't afford to pay 30000 to hire this guru, but I can go and do coaching and spend 200 and get 10 minutes of somebody really smart. So let's talk 
I have to say, this seems like a really easy revenue generator to add to your business. If you do like Susan did, you could arrange your first mastermind to start in less than a month without all the complexity of a launch or pilot program or training, etc. And remember, a mastermind is more like a meeting of peers and you will be facilitating, whereas a group is where you are going to be looked at as the expert with information to impart. Before you reach out to anyone, be sure that you are clear on which you are creating. Thank you so much to Susan for her brilliance around masterminds and be sure to download Susan's gift for you, The Roadmap to Six Figures, How to Build a Six-Figure Business with Group Coaching. This is Susan's signature model for using groups and masterminds to create recurring monthly income while working less. You can access it immediately by going to blowingup.rocks forward slash Susan. That's blowingup.rocks forward slash Susan, S-U-S-A-N. This episode of Blowing Up was produced by Linda Claire Puig. Cynthia Lamb is our managing producer and Danny Eaney, our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. To make sure you catch all the really great episodes of Blowing Up, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a starred review or share the show with a friend. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. I certainly am willing to admit what I don't know. I tend to hold my truths lightly. I try not to have, you know, very firm convictions because I recognize that when you move up an organization, your information is limited because you have a greater breadth of responsibility. I'm Sharon Richmond. I'm an executive coach and consultant with more than 30 years experience working with C-level executives. To Lead as Human is the podcast for you if you want to supercharge your leadership by bringing all of yourself into your role. Listen as our guests reveal their hard-won lessons and share their deep humanity. I think the turning point for me was when I realized that I want people to tell me what they think and they're afraid. They were honest to God, afraid to tell me things. It's like, I checked all the damn boxes, but I am so alone and I'm so unhappy. I'm burning myself out. And when I started looking at like, you know, my fears going into the shadows, sharing it with others, the very thing that would be a nightmare for most people in the workplace is the very thing that led me to my dreams. My guests know that the influence they have as top leaders comes with an equal measure of responsibility for all their stakeholders, 
They not only deliver great results for their customers and investors, they do so by building organizations that provide purpose, meaning, and a healthy work environment for their employees. One of the hallmarks of good leadership is clarity. If there isn't clarity around the goals, that creates confusion, that, that creates chaos. What's the end goal? What are we trying to achieve? And that makes people's jobs more purposeful and people are clearly enjoying that. People who are making their own decisions, they're significantly more motivated in doing what they're doing. Yeah, I've really seen the maturity and growth of those individuals. And I think that we've now kind of really been able to create a lot of autonomy and give people a lot of freedom to do their best work. So not rocket science, nothing too crazy, but uh, you know, that was definitely a journey. I hope you'll join us every other week as we talk with these inspiring leaders and learn from the very human challenges and successes they've experienced on their own leadership journeys. And you ask me questions that I was like, gosh, I'm not sure I know what my values are. So I know they're there, but I'm not sure that they're articulated. So thanks for asking me those questions. They were hard.